Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Liftoff Journeys, where we ignite the stories of those daring to soar. Join us as we delve into uncharted territories of success, sharing the triumphs and hardships of extraordinary individuals determined to reach new heights. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, and uplifted on Liftoff Journeys. I'm your host, Jeannie Weldon. Let's launch this together, and today, I am so thrilled to have Joni Hansen Davis on as our guest. She's got an incredible story to tell from a professional standpoint and also a personal standpoint. She's a busy mom of three who's managed to not only accomplish some phenomenal things from a professional perspective, but also help so many of those around her who are very thankful for her help. I'll let her tell you all about it. Joni, thanks so much for being on Liftoff Journeys. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. And what an introduction. I feel uplifted already. So we're off to a great start. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I've gotten a bit of your background and seen how you're helping so many men and women who are looking to start a family of their own. You have three children, I have five. So you and I know what it's like when we get down the road a little while. But tell us about the business that you started and what inspired you to get started with your company. That's a great question because, you know, it's definitely um, a, a different than what my career had been previously, right? I've been in tech my entire career, started at Microsoft straight out of college. Um, but really, you know, I think as you get into your career, as you get a little bit older, right, you really look for what what is your purpose? What is your passion? And when I started having kids, it became, I became this health and wellness type, you know, um, amateur, you know, educated amateur, right? I started looking at what I should be eating when I'm pregnant, um, I what I put on my kids, what I what I choose to feed them. And it became a really personal passion. Um, and I, I remember just digging through research and asking all my friends and everybody had a different level of expertise. But you know how women and moms are. We're really great educators and we're really good at figuring out what we should and what we can be doing. So Really, that health and wellness journey for me started when I got pregnant. Um, and it wasn't a smooth sailing for me trying to get pregnant or trying to stay pregnant. I had my own challenges. We all do, right? Our journeys are all different, but our goal is the same, to get pregnant, to have a healthy baby, and to raise a happy and healthy family. That's where it started, right? And what I realized along the way as I started talking to all my you know, women friends was you know, a lot more people these days are having, you know, issues getting pregnant and staying pregnant. And it's not just about getting pregnant, it's also staying pregnant, or maybe having a healthy pregnancy or having a healthy baby. And so as I thought to think about what my next, you know, stage of life was going to be in my career, I personally thought, okay, I've marketed enterprise software products my entire life, like it, don't love it. I love this space. And I really looked at it, it's like, there's so much more we should and could be doing in this space to help us all out on this journey. And I think that prenatal nutrition, supplements, whatever it may be, is the last industry to get innovated on. And so when I looked at prenatals, this was back in 2018, and I looked at the top 10 prenatals when I started kind of this journey of thinking about this is something I really want to do. Um, I looked at the top 10 selling prenatals on Amazon, not one met current guidelines. And I will still argue today that some of those top selling brands at Costco or whatever it may be still don't meet current guidelines. And one of the areas, I'll just give you a quick example, is choline. Choline 
rivals folate. We all know how important folate is to pregnancy. Choline is up there, right? But it was just kind of more recently recommended by all the you know governing bodies of prenatal health, but not a lot of prenatals have choline and they have it in negligible amounts where it's not going to do you any good. You need a lot of it. You need a lot of it when you're pregnant. You need a lot of it when um, you're breastfeeding or continuing down that path because it really is the key nutrient for cognitive development and infants. So, you know, I think that's just one area where we looked at, we're like, why isn't, why aren't the products keeping up with the science in this area? And they really, really hadn't. So if you look at kind of this overall fertility, prenatal, pregnancy, breastfeeding, postnatal space, you can see that it's just growing exponentially. Why? Because there's science, new science that tells us there's better ways to do this. There's better products we can come out with. And that's kind of where we squarely sit is on the, you know, nutritional science things. And it's just, it's taken off and we're just happy, right? Because in our area of the world, at belly in particular in mine, um, it's, there's so much out of our control, but what we can control is our health, what we put in our bodies. And we want to know, we want to trust it. We want to know it's working the way it's intended and it's doing us some good because there's so much out of our control. We're just in the space. This is what you can control. So that's kind of where we're at. This is my passion, my purpose. And you're right. We're helping a ton of couples, tons of people along the way. And that just gives me my purpose, my passion, and knowing we're doing something right here. It's always great to have somebody on the show that's following their passions like I did when I left marketing to start the podcast and the TV show and really trying to help people and do something mm -hmm. good. But I have to laugh because all the way back with my first daughter when I was pregnant, uh, another friend was pregnant right around the same time. And we both read the book, What to Expect When You're Expecting. And we read What to Eat When You're Expecting. And she followed it to the T. But my baby wanted Dairy Queen uh, every day <laughs> and milk duds. <laughs> so, so my friend gained a very healthy 18 pounds and had a beautiful, healthy baby girl. And I gained a horrifying 87 pounds <laughs> and also had a very healthy baby girl. But you know, you don't realize how much of an impact nutrition has on your health and your well-being and mm -hmm. and that of your babies and you know well i probably gave uh, my daughter a little too many milk duds and, and a little too much dairy queen you know she's turned out just fine but you know it's something that i think as i've gotten older and certainly with all of the rest of the kids have got an increase in continued focus on because especially now when i look at my parents and see how lack of attention in some cases to health and wellness has caused deterioration as they get into their 70s and 80s, it's a little concerning. So the fact that you started this business that can help people focus on what matters from the time they decide to start a family all throughout contraception and, and being pregnant and breastfeeding and everything else that has to do with it, you know, is, is just so fabulous. So, so kudos to you. I, I think it's great. Do you keep a counter <laughs> of how many families you've helped or does that just come out and, and you know, the products that you sell? Um, I don't know if we keep a counter, but every time a comment comes in, the whole, we share it with the whole team and it's, it's, it makes us feel really, obviously really, really good that we know we're, we're doing something good. And, and that's, yeah, that's just fuels us, right, to do, to do more in this area. And we are going to do more in this area. So, and I agree with you, you know, and I, you have me beat because I gained 70 pounds with my first. Um, 
And so, and I was huge and I was hungry for whatever reason. I was just hungry. Um, and so you're right though. It's like I had with my first one, I had major issues breastfeeding because my milk came in late. I tried, I drank Guinness beer because I was told that that helped it. I did a bunch of fenugreek, right? So it's, 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 you, we do everything we can to help, you know, um, have a healthy pregnancy or help our babies along the way. And I just remember my pediatrician saying, just feed her. Just don't worry about all this. Cause it, it is, you know, whether you're trying to conceive or you're pregnant or you've just had a baby, right? It's stressful. It's this emotional, you're excited, you're, you're worried, you're scared, you're, you know, you, you don't know what you're doing, but then you do know what you're doing, right? It's a very, it's, it, the journey is very, um, and it took me, I was an, you know, executive at a company and I was like, you know, couldn't breastfeed crying in a ball with, you know, industrial breast pumps attached to me. I'm not even kidding. So to the extent that we can help women, men on their journeys and help ease some of this and empower them, that's our role. And that's what makes me really happy about what we do. It's so fabulous. And I think probably so many moms, so many women, so many mm -hmm. families can just share. In, and I'm sure you hear it in your comments all the time. So many stories that are that are similar mm -hmm. to yours. I couldn't, I had trouble breastfeeding as well and ended up with my poor baby being in the hospital a week after she was born. We celebrated her first birthday there and she had a little mm -hmm. IV in her arm that she would hit, you know, just moving her arm on the, on the crib. I called it her jailhouse stick that's what it looked like that she was trying to do mm. because it is scary and it is stressful mm. and it really is a wake-up call that as you move forward how critical it is to pay attention to your health that you know what you're putting in your body how you take care of yourself moving forward and just just that whole wellness aspect and i was also you know an executive in a retail company at the time and and you know, i was telling somebody yesterday when i left to go on maternity leave because it was the first baby. I thought she was going to be born exactly when the doctor said what my due date was. So I took a couple weeks off early and then she was 30 days late. I was going to be induced the next day when she, yeah, in Dallas wow. in a summer where it was 60 days over a hundred degrees. And I was walking, I was walking as much as possible, drinking hot sauce, doing everything that you could to try and get her to finally come out. Um, and it just, it just wasn't, it, it wasn't working. But, you know, afterwards, when you see the joy that you bring into the world, it, it's so, so worth it. So I can only imagine that you're getting letters, you know, that are solving people's problems that are helping them along the way, but also you must hear stories as, as people have children that grow up, that they're happy and healthy and, and that they're just thriving. And that must make you and the entire company so motivated to do more. Well, I, I think, I think you're right. Right. Um, it's like when we, we started belly, right. It's a product company, but we have a purpose and our purpose is to help you be the healthiest you can be to create, grow and welcome a new little life. A big part of that is the community. Right. But we turn to each other for information, for support, for other people who are on similar journeys. What did you do? What can I do? And so there is this amazing community of women, men, couples, like whatever it may, doctors, like nutritionists, whatever. There's an amazing community of people who want to help you. Right. So I've, what I've found super uplifting is everybody is rooting for each other on this journey. Like we all want everybody to be successful in it. And what we do too is 
build that community, to educate. I mean, if you look at the articles we put out on our site, which we are very frequent, um, it's all informational. It's, you know, whether it's from morning sickness to trying to get pregnant to how to preserve your fertility, or if you're going through IVF, IUI, how you can support yourself on that, on the nutrient side, all of that is, you know, hoping that what we want to do is enable people to feel empowered on this journey to the extent that they can. And again, to control what they can on this crazy emotional roller coaster called getting pregnant and having a baby. But here's the good news. Here's the good news. It will all be fine at the end of the day, right? You have this little baby in your arms. You will, everything will turn out to be okay. So, you know, that's, that's the good news, right? But it is such an amazing community that I found. I love it. I love working with women. I love working with, and we have a lot of men, right? We haven't talked about the men's side, but really that whole journey of helping couples get pregnant and, you know, and have healthy babies. But I do want to address one thing you said, because it's really, really important is how important, you know, genetics is and how you can help determine the future health of your baby longer term, right? Epigenetics. So, you know, to the extent that you're healthy and you're getting your health in control and you're taking the right nutrients will determine the future health of your baby, right? And so what that, you know, even when we talked about choline, when I started this, your parents should be taking it, we should all be taking it because it's your cognitive health. So really that nutritional science and where science has taken us and what it tells us we need to do, not only impacts our health today, it impacts our future generations health, and then how we grow older in the future. So it really is such an important and interesting industry, right, that I think is just growing exponentially, but it really is going to determine how we live our lives. Absolutely. And I think, you know, something that you mentioned early on, you were an executive in a technology business for a number of years. So you got this base on how to work in a big business, how to create business, and then shifted your path to something that you feel very passionate about. And now I can just hear it in your voice and I can see it as you talk that this is something that you just are embracing and getting inspired to do more with on a daily basis and the community is pushing you along. How does how does your prior experience fit into what you're doing today? Because a lot of people that watch this podcast and listen to this podcast are are looking for other people's journeys to know that, you know, you might not be in the career that you're meant to be in right now or how do you have enough courage to change careers? Talk a little bit about that and what gave you the courage to really just get up and, and do something that you feel was important. Yeah. And it's not, my, my path is not linear. Like it did not follow, right? I completely broke and went a different direction. I've never manufactured a product. I've never done an e com you know, I worked at e-com companies, but I've never done an e-com business. I've never done direct to consumer. So all the metrics around that, I took a leap. Right. And granted, I'm a marketer. Right. Um, and I worked in investor relations for a very long time. So I understand fundamentals of financial and kind of all that. But I took a leap. It's a, it was a leap of faith. I surrounded myself with people who did know um, this business. And um, I did apply the principles I have in marketing. Right. And in finance. But it was a whole new it was a whole new leap for me. I learned from the ground up. So you can start something, you know, I'm not, you know, it, you know, towards the end of your, you know, later on in your life when you have a ton of experience, but, you know, a lot of it I learned, I learned along the way, I surrounded myself with people who did know that's where really building out your network comes into comes in, is very key. 
But I took a leap and I, I just feel very passionate and I love getting up and I love doing it every day. And I just, I've always lived my life like, and somebody said this to me early on, it's not, you know, and I'm sure you've heard it. If you love what you do, then you're, it's not a job. It's just something you get up and want to do every day. You want to do it. And when you're starting a company, you know this, it's not a nine to five. It is a 24 hour a day, seven day a week, but it's like golf. If you love it, you're going to get out and do it. And I love this. Like it makes me happy. And so I just learned as I went. And so I think part of that too is you got to have obviously a good business model. You got to have a good, you know, um, product market fit, kind of all those key marketing, you know, business fundamentals, but take the leap. Like, you know, there was no downside. It's you're going to learn as you, as you go, it's just be committed. And also it's like, if you find a passion, you'll find a way to make money at it. So yeah. I think kind of all of those things came into play at, you know, at a time where, you know, I was, um, I'd been doing my career for a really long time, but it, you know, it's just a constant growth. It's constant growth. And here's what I love about that too, is like, I'm still growing. I'm still learning, which makes me feel alive and vibrant. And I just want to do more. And it's, it's been a great journey for me, um, just personally, uh, just continuing that path of learning and growing. Um, it's just, it, it's huge for my development, even at this stage of my career. That's great. And how do you keep your team inspired and as excited and passionate as you? Obviously, they're a big believer in the company and your vision and where it's going. But what are the things that you're doing, especially in today's culture and society, to make sure that your team feels embraced and, and can be as successful as you know the business can be? Yeah, um, that's a great question because we're all remote. And so I'm having my own conversations right now. It's really hard to be collaborative when you are remote. And we've made it work for five years. Um, I have people all over the United States. Um, and, you know, frequently getting together, getting on calls, talking, um, allowing everybody to feel creative in their roles. But most people who work on Belly and with Belly and as part of, you know, internal Belly feel passionate about what we do right? This is, this is something they feel passionate about. And there is a difference between hiring people who aren't in your space and hiring people who are, is that everybody feels collectively like um, they're bought into this. And, and when I started Belly, and I looked at the market, I'm like, there's not one brand out there that people go to and feel like this is their community and this is their home and this is the brand they're going to trust. Because if you think about your, your prenatal years, right? It is um, it's a long, your reproductive years are very, almost the majority of your, of your life, right? If you think about it. And so I think just finding those people who really have a passion for what you're doing is really where we've been able to attract uh, amazing team members and retain them over the long run. And so I've got to ask this question, uh, which I ask to, uh, you know, many working moms, has being the CEO of a business changed the way that you parent? Yeah, I think it's like I've always been the kind of mom where um, we brought our kids into conversation. My, my husband and I are the same way. We've always had the kids in meetings with us, you know, listening to us, learning from us. Um, and I'm starting to see that um, I have two in college right now and one who's still in high school um, pay off. Um, they understand things. They um, I, I have a feeling I know how they're going to raise their children, right? It's like I, I can see it starting to pay off all the things that we've done to bring them along, treat, you know, have 
big conversations with them, introduce them to um, to what we do and and how we do it, um, and to let them find their own path. But find your passion, find your purpose, um, whatever it is you guys choose to do. You can't have it all, but you feel like you're empowered is that if you want to do it all, it'll all be okay at the end of the day and it'll all work out. Um, I think as working moms, I know I've made decisions in my career, which maybe didn't get me to a higher level of my position, but allowed me to work and have that time with my children. That's just what I chose um, to do. So, but we all make those, you know, those trade-offs at some point in our career. But I think they've seen that I still go to every game as much as I can. I used to travel quite a bit, you know, but I think that it's, it's whatever you can do, you can make it work. Absolutely. It may not always be perfect, but you can always make it work. And what makes mom happy is having my career and being a mom. And I've, again, made trade-offs along the way to do that. But that's what I've done for myself. And that's what makes me happy. And I think that's what they see, hopefully, um, and will help empower them to make those decisions for them along the way. Yeah, we like to call it work-life blend because it's less of a balance <laughs> and more like a blend. And and I think, mm-hmm. you know, that came to my mind many years ago when my, my eight-year-old came to work with me in a publishing role and we were having challenges with sales. And she said, come on, people, just send brownies or little teddy bears with the orders and the kids will tell the parents to order it. And that was probably one of the best ideas that came out of the room that day. And I thought, wow, I... I'm raising a CEO or a CMO somewhere in here, but um, you know, it's great to see see how people think. Well, Joni, thank you so much for spending time on Lift Off Journeys today. I think you know I'm inspired by what you're doing. I love the community aspect of your business and everything that you're doing to help so many others out there. And the fact that you're doing it all while still being able to enjoy your family is probably the icing on the cake. This is a great conversation that I'm sure our viewers are going to find a lot of value in, and hopefully inspired to follow their passion and take their own journeys as well. Absolutely. That's a great ending. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Mm-hmm.